where we try to keep it positive. And here is your amazing host, Travis Timmons. What is going on, my people? I feel like I haven't heard that intro in like three months, to be exact. Okay, it's not been that long. I'm just exaggerating just a tiny bit. It's been like two months and three weeks. Uh, well, welcome back to Keeping It Positive. This is your host, Travis, and I'm so excited that you have decided to join me today. I want to first say thank you to all of our listeners who have been listening, who have kept up with me, who have checked in. You know, it does not go unnoticed, and I have an explanation. I promise I'm not just going to, you know, I didn't just disappear. I promise you that. So before I go into all those details, I can't do this alone. Well, I mean, I could, but... I don't want to because I want the most amazing, sweetest, kindest, beautiful person next to me. Emily, how are you doing? Hello, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, Emily, it's so good to hear your voice. It's crazy to be back on here. Honestly. Like you said, I feel like it's been so long, especially since you and I have done an episode together. It's been a, it's been a while. It has. It's been a very long time, but uh, you know, they say all good things take time, right? This is true. Oh my gosh. So before I go into what's been going on with me, what has been going on with you? Well, I mean, it's been a, obviously a crazy, it's been over three months. Oh my gosh. It's been I a crazy know. wild year. Yeah, it has. But, you know, right now I'm just focusing on finishing up school. I only have a couple more classes left. Okay. So I get my AA. AA. And then AA. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now. I'm just trying to get my, what do they say, ducks in a row. Right. You're trying to organize yourself. Next year. Right. Yeah, I, I want to prepare myself for this following year because I feel like with all, everything that's been happening, um, I definitely want next year to be grand. Oh, my and gosh. Great. Who are you telling? Yeah, for real. So how have you been? Oh, my gosh. You're just going to throw me under the bus like that? I am. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I, I have a lot of explaining to do. Um, and this is kind of the whole point of the podcast today. Well, so the last time I was on the podcast, I explained to everyone that I was going to do my best to be on, you know, as much as I can. Uh, but I was actually going through this situation with my dad. Uh, he was diagnosed with liver cancer right before he, he was diagnosed about three months ago. So I guess the podcast, I haven't done one in about three months he was diagnosed, and you know, honestly, I thought that it would be an easy ride. I know cancer is never easy. We know that with dealing with these kids. You know what the festival we had, but but you know, I I wasn't expecting um, what I I wasn't expecting what I got. Um, if I'm being honest, the past three months have been hell on earth. Um, and you know, honestly, it's just been, it has been honestly hospital visits every week. He would go in the hospital on a Thursday, he would stay a week and then he would be out on a Friday and come back, go back on a Sunday. So it was just, it, I, I added it up and it was literally like 52 hospital visits, like 52 wow. days total in the hospital. Um, and you know, it's, it, that's how it played out until August 26th. And, uh, I hate to talk about this. It makes me so emotional, but, uh, on August 26th, uh, my dad, uh, passed away and, uh, 
you know, it, it was not expected as, you know, even though you prepare yourself for something like that, especially when someone's diagnosed with cancer and advanced in, you know, in, in certain parts, um, it wasn't advanced in the way this tumor was shaped or anything like that, but it had, it had done some damage to the liver. Um, so yeah. it, you know, it, it wasn't the, you know, we were hoping for a miracle, praying for a miracle and I'm someone of faith. So I'm like, you know what? I can trust in God. And, you know, I still do, but, uh, he lost his battle to cancer on August 26th. And, um, you know, it, it, it was a very emotional ride. It happened very quickly. Um, it honestly, he went into ICU on Monday morning. They just said that he was having, he had a bleed, like he was just bleeding internally somewhere and they were going to try to fix it. And then Tuesday afternoon, they said, well, you have to make a decision. Are you going to take him off of life support? Or are you going to leave him on? And I told him, I went in the room. He's not awake, of course, but I just went in the room and I said, dad, I'm crying at that point. Just so you know, I'm on my knees yeah. crying, but I'm like, dad, listen, I need you to either get better and come home or I need you to go ahead and do what you have to do. Um, I told him that, you know, you fought a great fight. You, I mean, you, you honestly tried. So he tried so hard. Every time he got out of the hospital, he said, I'm going to get better. He would try with physical therapy. And, you know, as, as much as, as much as, you know, you never want to see a family member get sick and get weak over time, you know, that's what happened. And I feel so privileged and grateful that I was able to spend those three months with him. Um, you know, I was able to spend time with him, learn things that I never knew, take care of him, like hands on, take care of him. He was total care. So, I mean, totally take care of him. And I, I'm so honored. Like it was so sad. So when I went in that room, I told him, I said, listen, you have to do what you have to do. I said, I want you here. And, you know, I hundred percent, you know, I don't want you to leave us yet. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I said, we're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's so hard to say yeah. those words, but I didn't want him to feel like he had to stay, you know, even on life support just for us. So I said, if I have to come back in the morning and, you know, you're still here, I'm glad you're still here. I'm going to have to do something I don't want to do. So if you want to do it for me, go ahead. And I would not be dang if not even an hour after they called me and they're like, you know, we don't know where his blood went. We're putting we have a tube down his throat to get blood out and it's not coming out, but he's bleeding. He lost blood. And, you know, that was to me a sign that, you know, it's time to let everything play its course. Um, and I, I let them, you know, he was still stable at that point, but I mean, within an hour they called me and they said, you know, he passed away and that there was nothing we could do. There was no, you know, coming down there or anything like that. He had just went in a matter of seconds. Wow. Yeah. So and you, you and I had spoke a lot. I mean, not a ton, but we spoke back and forth about like how hard it was going to be on you to make those decisions. Right. And right. We did, you know. we did, um, and you know, me being his power of attorney, just because my mom didn't want him, you know, my mom's his, you know, the, the, she would be like doing it emotionally. She would want to keep him because that's her husband, and I am too. But the way I had to think about it was, I didn't want him to suffer. Um, yeah, you would do what was right for him, right? And we talked about this before, you know, and it, it, at, when it came down to it, honestly, when he went into ICU. I told them to do everything they could in the beginning until I knew mm -hmm. that there was nothing they could do. And then at that point yeah. I was like, okay, there's nothing you can do now. So we'll just let it play its course. You exactly. Know? 
And as I prayed and prayed and prayed, I'm, I, lo- I love God and I, I have a huge faith. But let me tell you, this tore me to pieces. It really did. I, I, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like this. And, you know, the I've had a fear of death forever. We've talked about this, too. I have a fear of death. Mm-hmm. I just I never and I, I, I always had a fear of it, but I never thought it would happen. And now that it's happened, you never experienced it that no, close. No, not at all. Like I've never, and you know, it's one of the hardest things I think I, I have ever dealt with in my life, and probably ever will. Um, but that is why I've been MIA. I've been dealing with that, and then, you know, I honestly, it's just been. I when I was in the hospital, I was his advocate. Like I was there twenty four seven. I did not leave unless I absolutely had to. So I want to say thank you to everyone who's, you know, stuck by the podcast and is listening to this podcast. I hope you understand um, what's been going on. Well, I hope you feel some sort of comfort in your heart knowing that you were there for him every single moment through when he was diagnosed to the very end, you know? Like, I know those times and all the decisions you had to make, and maybe sometimes when he was frustrated, like you overcame all that with him. And right. those are moments that you have to cherish forever, you know? Yeah. And I agree. Um, you know, I think that just sometimes it's hard to see all that, especially when you're mm-hmm. in the middle of it, you know? Like, yeah. Um, you know, everybody says that with time, things get better and that it gets easier. Um, and I want to be the first one to say it has not gotten easier. It has gotten worse every day. And, uh, you know, it's in a sense, not in a bad way. It's just, uh, you know, every day is a new day and you're like, every day you wake up and go through the same thing. He's not here. You know what I mean? Like normally I wake up and I know he's home or he's on his way home from work in the evening. The house is so quiet. It's dead silenced right now. I normally wouldn't be able to do a podcast because he's all, he would be home running his mouth. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be easy to do a podcast no, right now. It's like, wow, the house is like dead silent. I remember you used to have to tell him whenever we tried to record, like, okay, I'm about to record. Exactly. Be quiet. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's just different. Um, it's a new lifestyle. Um, but that is the whole, re- you know, like, this is one of the key reasons that I say in the podcast in the beginning where we try to keep it positive. Because for the past three months, I have been the most negative person ever. Like, you wouldn't want to hear me. You know, not in a bad way, though. Like, in a way, like, I just, I don't have any motivation to give, you know? Well, I mean, you're always going to have some time in your life where you need to receive that motivation and that love that you always constantly give out to people, like, right? you're empty right now. And that's okay. Like, you're going to, you're going to re-up. You're going to heal. Right, right. Like you said, it's never going to be easy. No, of course not. That's your dad. Like, that's not ever going to be easy. Right. But it'll get easier. Yeah. You know? And you know, I've been doing this thing, and this is something that you can, people can take with them after the podcast is, I've been doing this thing where every day I say three things I'm thankful for. You know, it might Mm -hmm. be a dark situation right now, and I might not see the light at the end of this, but I find the littlest things. So, for example, when we were in the hospital, I was like so grateful for the medical staff. They did everything they could. And some of those doctors still contact me outside of the hospital. 
Like they were amazing. They literally fought till the end. And, you know, some of the doctors, they called me and told me that it was just so hard not seeing him on their list and, you know, things that you wouldn't expect because, you know, they don't see him that often. But we grew yeah. some serious relationships with those doctors and they really cared. Um, another weird that. thing that I learned uh, that I really, you know, going through this whole process, uh, the funeral home director of the funeral home we went to, she is fabulous. Like she is great. Like she's in the right industry because she makes people feel like comforted in these situations. I love that. And she uh, has been with me from day one until even today when I picked up the ashes, like she has not left our side. She has texted me for any little thing. She, she's been so helpful. And you know, these are the things that I've been thankful for. Those are just a few, but like my friends and family, like you, Emily came to the funeral. Emily didn't really know my dad that much. Like she's met him in passing a couple of times, but she still took time out to come to the funeral. So like all these people, they've been so, you know, I, I didn't realize, I, you know, you know, you have friends and family and stuff, but, uh, I really appreciate everyone who showed up and, really was there for me. People were here. Show, I had a friend that showed up to my house at like 9 p.m. and stayed till 2 a.m. It's like, you know what I mean? What Aww. what kind of friends do that, you know? Real friends. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm really grateful and I, I've been really holding on to those things. I've been trying to hold on to my faith and, you know, I'm just, I'm, I know that it's, it's got to get worse before it gets better, but I mm-hmm. believe that everything happens for a reason. I'm still holding on to that. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm trying. I'm trying. Look now, and I have been working out. So I, I also learned. But because you and I had already talked about your health. Yes, we did. I, you know, we did talk about that. Last time we met up, where did we go? Payway. It was Payway and Starbucks. Oh my god, such a bad combination. (laughs) Well, we didn't drink Starbucks. I did. Oh yeah, you did. I did because I was going to work. Right. But anyways, I told you, and this, and I still mean this, seeing your dad go through that, right? like, I know it hurts to think about that, but you need to think about how young you are. Right. Like, you don't, you don't need to just be so careless with your health and stuff. So I'm very proud of you for keeping up with that because that's your life. That's yeah, your body. You only get one body. I agree. And, you know, I'm actually going to the gym after this. So I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, I got a membership, like, (laughs) (laughs) and have you used it when Chris was staying here for, um, so six months through quarantine or whatever, we got a gym membership when they just opened back up. Okay. And I think I went four times that week. Oh my gosh. And then when he went off to college again, I was like, nope. Emily, that is so bad. Why would you tell everybody that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No, yeah, I've really been trying to focus on my health. Um, That's been like a priority for me the past couple weeks since everything happened. Um, And then another thing is I've learned to not take people or time for granted. Like, seriously. You said what? I said I've learned to not take people or time for granted. Oh, amen to that. Honestly, amen like, to you, that. you can say it all you want, but until you go through something crazy like this, mm-hmm. it's like, I never, like my mom, for example, I never want to take her for granted again. Like I am, I will drop counts. everything for that woman right now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I want to stay like that. 
I want to I want to always have a posture where I'm like, you know what? If a friend needs me or a family member needs me, I want to be, you know what I mean? Like I'm there because you never know when it's the last time you'll talk to them. You never know when it's the last time you'll spend with them. And, you know, as you know, I I'm I've learned I'm learning these things and I'm so grateful for that, you know, just to learn something out of it, because I didn't think I was going to learn something a few weeks ago when it was all going down. Well, that's already positive things coming out of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know, I, I really, I've had to really think about it. And I, I know my dad, like, I, of course I cry and I have my moments, but I know my dad wouldn't want me just sitting here not doing anything. That's one of the reasons I started the podcast back up. I'm like, he would want me, he's he'd probably like, why in the hell are you not doing a podcast? What are you doing? Get off your butt. Like, why are you, you know what I told myself the other day what? when I was starting school back up? I was really like, I don't know. Sometimes I become a little conflicted on exactly what I want to do in my life. And I know what I want to do, but don't know how I want to get there. I've talked about this plenty of times. And I told myself, like, the time is going to pass either way. Right. If you do that, if you take that step, you're only bettering yourself. So if you wait around for, I don't know, something to just magically happen for you, either way, that time is going by. I agree. So you might as well make use of the time I agree. that you have right now. I and that goes agree. for your family as well. Like I don't see my family that often because I work at night and you know, they obviously have a nine to five. Right. So it's very hard. But every day in the in the group family group text I'm sending out, you know, I love you guys. If y'all need anything, let's sit together, da da. Like just verbally reassuring people that they're on your mind. Right. And appreciating those little things, you know, I, I agree. That's so important. And, you know, I feel like our generation, they don't do that. Like it's not done very often. Yeah. So that is something I you know. should do. Everybody should go text their loved ones or friends or whatever you got. Tell them you love them. Tell them you're thinking about them. You know, I mean, Absolutely. it's as simple as one text message. It's not like you got to go out of your way and buy them a gift. Just, you know, show that you care and show that, Cause I, you know, that's one thing with me is I, and this is a regret I have is that my dad used to always call me on his way home from work. And most mm-hmm. times I was working, but the, even the days I wasn't working, I would be, I would kind of rush him off the phone. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, you're going to be home in like 10 minutes and you're calling me. You know what I mean? That is so you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you seriously calling me right now? And I'm going to see you in 10 minutes. And I oh. honestly, I would die to have a phone call. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things yeah. where. It's like, you know, it's just one of those little regrets that you think about now and you don't normally think about that until something like this happens. So with that being said, uh, you know, I feel like this is a new start, a fresh start. um, And I feel like the podcast, uh, it's time for a fresh start as well. So, you know, where we stand moving forward is I can promise you one podcast a month. That's the way I think. I think right now I'm going to be doing a lot more. I hope so. I hope I keep this good juju going, but I'm going to promise you (laughs) one podcast a month. And of course I'm going to try every week to do one, but if I can't just understand that I will try to keep you posted on social media, but I will be somewhere. Okay. Is that fair enough? You think Emily? That's fair enough. Okay. And then, you know, we're going to start clean. Let's start new topics, um, you know, new things. I already have a few things kind of in my mind. So one of the things is we always talk about career paths here. um, And we always talk about, you know, 
doing what you love, finding a passion. Well, over this whole process, I've met someone that has a very interesting career path. Um, and it's it, she has a really cool story on how she got into it. Um, so I want to talk to her about that. So that's one thing I want to talk about. And then I also want to really reiterate mental health uh, over the next couple of months because Absolutely. I feel like it's needed. Um, you know, it, we all go through a time where we're either depressed, have anxiety. We've talked about this before, but, you know, we got to really key in on those things and we got to stick together. Uh, our world is going crazy. If you haven't already seen, uh, we still have Corona on the loose. Uh, I don't know when she's going <laughs> to leave, on the loose. but, Wild. but either way, uh, I can promise you guys that we are back. Emily is going to pop in whenever she can. And she has a very busy schedule, uh, being honest. Uh, but Emily is going to pop in as, as often as she can. And then, uh, I'll just have some guests on. And then sometimes you'll just hear me. Cause guess what? I can do bad all by myself. You so can. Yeah. So, Emily, thank you so much for doing this episode with me. It was so much fun. Of course. And um, I'm always here to talk. Yes. And I it. Um, we'll definitely get together and do another podcast soon because I yeah. feel like I feel like so much has happened. It really has. And, um, <laughs> we haven't even touched the surface. That's how I feel. I'm like, wow, this podcast is already over, but there's so much more that's exactly. been happening and so much that's happening in the, the world. world right now. But yeah. I we'll agree. link up and we'll do something. Of course. So the way you can follow us, go to social media, Facebook and Instagram, keeping it positive podcast.com, uh, keeping it positive podcast on all social medias and uh, send us your topics. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, send it. No topic is too crazy. Uh, thanks again, Emily. And thank you guys for listening um, and until next time, of course, don't forget to keep it positive. Keep it positive. Yay. Bye. This has been another episode of Keeping It Positive, and we want to thank you for joining us on this journey and going along with us every week as we bring you new topics, new content each week. Tune in next Saturday for another great episode.